Hey Amarillo, I'm Jason Boyette, and you're listening to Hey Amarillo, the interview podcast featuring some of the most interesting people and stories of Amarillo, Texas. Hey Amarillo is brought to you by ROI Online. Most business leaders struggle with how to transition from traditional marketing into modern marketing. ROI Online has a team of experts that makes it easy. They help you make a plan and then do most of the work and set you up for success. ROI can guide you to success at ROIOnline.com. Today's guest is Amber Morgan, who is a local nail artist and the owner of The Manny Camper. And I realize that when I say nail art, I may suddenly be causing half of my listeners to just tune out because you have no interest in the appearance of your fingernails. Well, guys, don't do it. Or girls, I, I don't want to presume. Because Amber has one of those stories that I don't think get told quite enough here in Amarillo. She moves away, goes to New York, starts to get established in a creative career, and then comes back. And once she comes back, she really finds her purpose. Amber is super creative. She's a young entrepreneur. She laughs a lot. And whether you paint your nails or not, you're going to find something of interest in this episode. So here's Amber Morgan. Amber Morgan, thank you for being on Hey Amarillo. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I, I want to talk about uh, your career right now, the stuff that you're doing here in Amarillo. I want to talk about Manny Camper. Um, but let's start more at the beginning. Tell me how you ended up here in the first place. Okay, yeah. Um, I was born here, born and raised here. I went to school here all of my life, uh, went to Tascosa, graduated from there. Um, I was always involved in like uh, all-state choir, all of that. I thought I wanted to sing. I thought I wanted to be a vocal performance major. Right after graduation, you know, that's what I did the next semester of college. Like I I went to AC Um got through like the first semester and I was like, oh, I don't know if this is what I want to do. You know, like it was just kind of one of those things. Like I was like, well, it's kind of taking classes and doing all of that. You know, it kind of took all the fun out of music and singing and all of that for me. It was so weird. And so I was kind of back at square one, you know, being right out of high school, you know, you're just kind of like in the clouds anyway, like you don't really know exactly what you want to do. Like you just feel kind of lost a little bit. You know, I I think a lot of people feel that way. You know, you think you want to, you think you know what you want to do. And then, which is why you go to college yeah, and you change majors it's so, three or yeah, four times. And I know. And that's totally what I did. You know, I was always really interested in art too. But in high school, I didn't pursue those things. I was always more focused on like choir and show choir and um, all that. So that took away all of my like extracurricular activities as far as like classes and stuff that I could take in high school. You know, I decided to take some time off. A lot of people don't know this, but I moved to New York right after my first year of going to AC. Okay. Um, and you were a vocal performance yeah, major and, and both well, semesters at AC? Yes, or you I was. And so I thought that moving to New York, that I still wanted to pursue the music. That's a whole nother story that I'm not going to get into. But I went with three of my cousins and uh, man, it was it was a crazy time. You know, we, we we had saved up a bunch of money and we didn't know what we were getting into. We, we had no idea. And so we moved. We were like, oh, yeah, we're going to get an apartment, like, right away. 
oh no, that did not happen. It was three months in and we were still living out of hotels and we were running out of money. Um, one of my cousins had an internship and that's kind of the reason we went. I just, I just, she just asked if I wanted to go. And so I kind of went on a whim. I was like, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to go. It's fine. You know? And so I got a job. We were still living out of hotels. We stayed one night in the Harlem YMCA. And that was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Um, Anyway, shortly after that, I decided to come home. And when I came home, I decided that I wanted to go to cosmetology school just to kind of I don't know. I just I just felt like I needed to do something besides music just Mm -hmm. to kind of. I don't know, just to kind of do something else, you know, for a little while. So I decided to go to cosmetology school. Also, it being something that you can kind of, you know, fall back on if you need to later on in life or whatever. It's something you can always kind of keep up and, you know, do. And that covers cosmetology school covers hair, yeah, makeup, uh-huh. and, and I, mean, I thought I wanted and right? I thought I wanted to do hair. That ended up not being the case. I hate mm. doing hair. <laughs> anyway, so um, I got really into doing makeup. And I was always really interested in doing nails. Like I can remember even as a kid um, sitting in front of the TV, like on a Saturday morning, like painting my nails and doing nail art on myself. So that's kind of funny to think back on and seeing where I am now. It's just kind of. And that was probably before nail art was really a thing. It was. Yeah, it totally was. And, it, you know, and it was before the internet and social media and Pinterest and, you know, even being able, just being able to get on those platforms and look at different ideas right. and seeing what other people are doing and all of that, you know, I just, I just knew that it was something I like to do. Um, and so you came back here and you, you went to school. At what point did you decide, okay, I'm going to try New York City again? Um, yeah. So I, So, and I think this has a huge part of uh, why I decided to go back to New York again is I worked at Matt Cosmetics and Dillard's for six years. And I don't know if you know anything about that company, but it's just an amazing, it's an amazing company where they just encourage you to spread your creative wings almost. You know what I mean? That I think played a huge part in me determining, you know, kind of like the next step in where I wanted to go which was move to New York and go to fashion school because I wanted to finish my bachelor's degree. That's kind of where my mind was, you know? Um, Yeah, I had gotten my cosmetology license. And after that, I was still like, I need to get my bachelor's degree, you know? Like almost like this pressure. Whether you need it or not, you feel like Yeah, I just, I felt a pressure that, and, and it was also like just a goal of mine, you know, just to get my bachelor's degree, whether it be, even just in general studies, like I just needed to get it. So I was looking around, looking into different schools, and I came across FIT, um, which is the Fashion Institute of Technology. I was always interested, my grandma was a quilter, and so I was always interested in like fabrics and um, like prints and patterns and that kind of thing. And so I came across this program uh, at FIT, it was fabric styling, and that's kind of what it was. It was a a textile design program um, where I learned all about, you know, how to put different patterns and all of that kind of thing into repeat and how to create your own. And it was a really, really, really fun program. So that's what I got my degree in. You can go into all kinds of things doing that, like trend forecasting, and you can be a designer, you know, for any kind of company like Gap or 
Urban Outfitters or any any of those kinds of things. Um, but that is not what ended up happening. So I, I you know, went to FIT, did all that. Um, man, it was uh, it was tough. the The school wasn't tough itself, but just being in that atmosphere, you know, it's a very uh, competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to get to the top in that field, you have to do a lot of kissing up, you know, um, and that's just not my personality at all. And so, um, were you working while you were there? I actually, uh, babysat, nannied, um, and then I also worked at a couple of retail, retail shops while I was in school. Okay. Anyway, so after graduation, um, I decided to stay in New York, you know, I was looking for jobs and everything else, had a bunch of interviews and nobody wanted to pay me more than like thirty, $35,000 a year, you know, and that doesn't a, get you and very far. No, not in New York. And that's, you know, that's an entry level position in New York city in the, in the fashion world, you know, and that's how much, and I want a lot of people, I want people to know out there, like, that's how much they pay. Like it's, you know, you think it's like this glamorous, like amazing lifestyle, and it's not. You have to really, really, really want it. And I I did, but I didn't, you know. I knew that there was something else out there that was better. I was I I I couldn't justify living there and being like get, getting paid that much money. Like I just couldn't like knowing and especially in Amarillo, knowing what you can get here for the same amount of money, like say just for, you know, even for an apartment, right. like it's just outrageous. Like it's phenomenal. Like the difference, you know, how long did you try to make it work? A year, a year. Mm-hmm. And so during that time, that's when I got my job. That's I, I worked at a high end nail art studio in New York in Soho called Paintbox. And that's kind of where my mind sort of went in a different direction. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this. This is kind of fun, you know? But Paintbox was a, a high profile kinds of place. I mean, that, that uh-huh. allowed you to make connections within for sure. the, industry, the industry, magazines, yes. different places. Uh huh. For sure. I made a lot of connections through working at Paintbox. Um, I got to do, like, I've gotten to do Fashion Week. I work with a lot of um, different brands doing, like, industry events. Um, Most recently, I was there the end of September, I think, and I did a big industry event with Kiss. Um, They do, like, different nail products. Not the band, but the... No. (laughs) No, the beauty, it's a beauty brand. So I go, I still go to New York and I still do like fashion events and fashion week and all of that. And and that is because I worked at Paintbox. I give 100% credit to Paintbox for me even still being able to go and do all of that because I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do that if it weren't for them. When when did you move back to Amarillo? Um so I decided to move back. I guess it was it was March 1st, I remember. My sister <laughs> flew flew to New York, and then we actually rented a car, and I put all of my stuff in this Forerunner, and we drove the, whatever, 26 hours, I guess, that it is, <laughs> from New York City to Amarillo. We drove the whole way back. It was, yeah, March 1st, I guess. What is it? March 1st, 2016? No, okay. 2015. 2015. Right. 
So yeah. about three years ago. So I've been, yeah, I've been back in Amarillo. March will be three years. Tell me how you felt when you came back. Did you feel like, okay, I I couldn't make it work in New York or New York was not what I wanted it to be? Did you feel like you were coming home? I mean, what psychologically, what what did it feel like? In I your honestly didn't feel like okay, like I'm a failure. <laughs> I didn't feel like that. I honestly, I was excited to come back. I was excited to come back home to my family. Um, you know, in New York, it's like you're a really, you're, you're a small fish in a big pond, you know, and coming back home, you know, I felt, it's almost like I felt more like there would be more opportunity for me, you know, just coming back to Amarillo and, Honestly, the possibilities are endless. I feel like people are pretty open to new ideas here, maybe new businesses, you know, because we don't have a lot right now. You know what I mean? I think it's it's definitely growing and it's definitely becoming more. But as far as, you know, I feel like people want want to see different things happening here, you know? And so... Like people are I waiting felt- for the stuff that they've seen in Dallas or New York City yeah. to, to have some version of that. Here. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, for sure. I mean, I I still want to see more of that, you know, in Amarillo. Slowly but surely, I think it's I think it's definitely happening. I don't know why it's taking so much longer, you know, than other places, I feel like, but I feel like there are too many uh too many chiefs rather than Indians, you know. Mm-hmm. Too many people who want to be in charge here. <laughs> Did um when you came back here, what what did you do? I mean, did did you have something lined up already, or no. did you just think I'm gonna see what I can get? Uh huh. Um, when I you know when I came back, I uh, didn't have anything lined up. Um, I whenever I would come home from breaks and stuff, or for like Christmas break and like summer break for school, I would do nail parties and stuff because I had like a I had like a setup kind of that I would do so or that I would um, that I had. So I had some clients already. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I was like, well, I'll, this is what I'm going to do, you know, for right now, just to make a little bit of money, I'm just going to kind of set up shop somewhere and this is what I'm going to do. Take what I learned in New York because I credit so much of what I, what I, you know, knew about doing nails, you know, from, from working at that salon. And so, um, I was like, okay, like I'm gonna bring something a little bit different to the to the nail game here. So that's what I did. Set up shop in a in a salon, and slowly but surely, I gained more and more clientele. And um, then I had the idea of the mani camper. All right, tell me <laughs> tell me about the mani camper because that's something that not only is unique to Amarillo, but it's fairly unique nationwide. I mean, mm-hmm. that you've you've been profiled in magazines and stuff because. Mm-hmm. The idea of a mobile nail salon mm-hmm. is not something that you see in every city. Right. Um, yeah. So how I kind of came up with the idea of the Manny Camper, I was actually, me and my sister were driving to Lubbock one morning and I was kind of in a rut. I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of when I started feeling the sort of, oh, why am I back in Amarillo? Like, what, what did I do? Like, you know, I was just kind of like, oh God, like I'm back. Like it just kind of started to set in that I was back and sort of like the newness of being back wasn't as exciting anymore. And, you know, the excitement of just being back home and being around my family and my friends and all of that was like, I was like, okay, like I really moved back here. (laughs) It had worn off and and you actually had 
we're in the real world. Yeah, exactly. And so we were driving to Lubbock and I looked over and I saw a camper parked on the side of the road and I looked over and one of the things that I do on road trips sometimes is I'll take my sketch pad and journal. Um, and this particular day I had, I had that and I was just like painting and drawing and in my little journal. And I looked up and I was like, Oh my gosh, that would be an amazing idea. And I told my sister and the reason I'd say, you know, that I had my sketch journal and everything is just that's when a lot of ideas pop into my head is when I'm already in sort of a creative space in my head, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I really think that if it if I hadn't have had like my my drawing tools and if I hadn't already been in that space, like I I don't know that I would have had that idea, you know? It's just kind of it's funny to think about now. That, that road to, from Lubbock to Amarillo doesn't really inspire a lot of people. So, <laughs> I was obviously I was in obviously inspired by my my painting, <laughs> what I was creating. Um, <laughs> I inspired myself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I looked over and saw that camper, and I told my sister, I was like, "Listen to this. This is the greatest idea ever." And Um, I told her, I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if I, you know, if I made a nail salon in a camper? And she was like, yeah. (laughs) Kind of looked at me like all crazy. And I could not get that idea out of my head. It was stuck. Like, I couldn't get it out of my head. And so (laughs) that was on a Tuesday, like Tuesday morning. And I thought about it all week. And I, you know, posted on Facebook that I was looking for a camper. I asked all of my clients, friends, anybody who I could think of if they knew of anybody selling a camper. And I had one bought by Friday. Wow. <laughs> Three days. <laughs> yeah. So that was a whirlwind. That was kind of crazy. I think everybody probably, especially my family, thought I was really crazy. But I don't care because here I am now and – it was kind of a crazy process because yeah, you, um, you had to totally rebuild. I did the inside of that, and camper. I was super motivated to get it done too. I was like, I'm, I have, I think it was six months that I got it done in, and I didn't have a car. I had been loaned a car whenever I first moved back home because I sold my car when I moved. So I'd been loaned a car when I first moved back, and they needed it back. But this, they needed it back at the time that I had already bought the camper and I was like, already had a plan to sort of like get it done in six months. So I was like, there's no way I can buy a car right now. So I bought a bike <laughs> and I rode my bike from my sister's house to where I, I was living with my sister at the time. And she lived really close to the salon that I was working at. And so I just, I biked to work every day for six months, even in the freezing cold. But I was used to that. Just you like know? A, a New Yorker. Yeah. Really. Yeah, people, you know, got a lot of weird looks. People don't understand no. that here. <laughs> but um anyway, yeah, I was I was I was determined to get that thing done and so getting a car, you know, wasn't gonna wasn't gonna stand in the way. I didn't need a car. Yeah, not not until you needed to actually pull the pull camera. Pull the camera. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you so, don't think I could have pulled it with my bike? Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Enough determination, maybe you could have. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you rebuilt the inside, you you tricked it out, 
but yeah, glammed it up. Uh huh. Yeah, we. Um, my dad, he's amazing. Um, he does all kinds of construction. He can literally do anything. That's where I get all of my creative genes from. I can thank him for that. But he gutted the whole entire thing. We had to, you know, he had to do all the electric, all of everything. I obviously did like the design part and just kind of told him where I wanted everything and what colors I wanted every, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, I picked everything out, but he, I mean, he, he built it out. Like he's amazing. And it was a, he like did a, all of the building in a the 1970s camper. Um, I mean, it it's was a, an old, uh, uh-huh, it's a 1973 Shasta okay. camper. Just sort of so that the classic only th- vintage. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so the only thing that, um, we left sort of standing, you know, where the, was the frame, the outside frame. And we painted the outside too, obviously. It was like this hideous turquoise color. But yeah, everything, we we completely redid everything. Tell so. me how you use it now. I mean, what, um, you know, what purpose does the Manny Camper serve locally? Uh-huh. So there's two nail stations inside. Um, so we can do two people at a time. Uh, my sister helps me. Um, with parties and such, but we do all kinds of stuff. We do parties, you know, birthday parties, bachelorette parties, bridal. Um, I've done uh, like Christmas parties, any, anything we could do girls nights, you know, if you have just like a ladies group, you know, I can come and like park outside of your house, you know, and everybody can come and hang out. Um, I mean, we've done events. I've done doctor's offices, you know, employee appreciation. I've done schools. (laughs) I mean, you name it, I've pretty much done it. So yeah, you can rip me, rip me for anything. (laughs) The Manny Camper that is. Yeah. (laughs) The, uh, the, the idea itself, have you seen anyone else in your industry start to try to do a Manny Camper idea, you know, having seen what you've done? Not here, but like elsewhere in the United States. Um, I mean, stuff is definitely starting to pop up. Um, Whenever I had the idea, I got online and I was like, oh, I wonder if this kind of thing exists anywhere else. There was one in Paris, France Mm -hmm. that I found, but that doesn't, didn't really matter for me, you know? And then there was also one in Orange County, LA area. I feel like mine's a little bit more, not as commercialized, you know, theirs was really, really commercialized and sort of, mine's a little bit more intimate and small, you know, which I kind of like, when, <laughs> feels uh, more personal. When when you see, you know, what you're doing today and then think back to when you were in high school and, you know, wanting to get into vocal performance or something like that, I mean, did, do you, did you have any idea that you would... Mm. End up here in Amarillo, you would end up doing nail art from a camper. Never. Like, I think about it now, and I'm just going, what in the world? It is bizarre. Because, yeah, I never never thought that this would be my life. But it's good. And I honestly feel like I am definitely where I'm supposed to be in this moment of my life. And I can't say that I'll stay here forever, but I'm happy right now. Do you think it's a good place to be? Do you think the idea and the success that you've had with it, how how tied is that to being back in Amarillo? Like, do you think you had you had that idea in when you were living in New York City? Would would it have been possible to pursue it there? It would have been a lot harder. You know, there you have to have permits for everything, and you know, with 
all of the traffic and all of the pedestrians and all of that, it might have made it a lot harder to, you know, maneuver my camper even just throughout the streets. Um, there's a lot more. I mean, like I said, there's definitely way more rules and restrictions as far as like what you can even have parked on the streets mm-hmm. there. You know, it's not just a simple. Here. Yeah. And it's not just a simple like, oh, yeah, I just come pull in front of my house. And, you know, here you just honestly you just have to have permission of the permission of whatever business, you know, you're at or whatever, who's ever house you're at. You don't have to have a permit for every location that you go to there you would have to have permission of the city and the business right. and the other you know tenants of the you know their office buildings right you know so other people occupy those other spaces so you you just have to have permission of a lot more people so it would make it so much harder for as, sure as a young entrepreneur here in amarillo i mean do you feel that that this is a whether it's the the business climate or the people here, do you do you feel like this is a place that it has been pretty easy to to get started to pursue that kind of dream? I do. Uh huh. I think everybody, you know, like I said earlier, I feel like everybody, you know, wants wants something new, wants something fresh, you know, that they haven't experienced before. So yeah, I think. I mean, I think I've had really great response. I think people like like new. You know, mm-hmm. they like new things. They like. You know, social media is huge here. Everybody, you know, wants to get on Snapchat or Facebook or whatever and post what they're doing, you know. So I think that people are excited to post about something that maybe their friend hasn't ever done before mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? And nail Almost art like bragging is, rights. Yeah. It's like, oh, look where I was today in the Manny Camper, <laughs> which is cool. It's cool that that's my business, you know. And people are excited about it. It's really, really awesome. I come from a marketing background. And during that career, I've learned two things. Number one, marketing is essential because it's the story that you tell the world about your company. Number two, marketing is usually the last thing on your mind when you're starting a business, when you're running a business. I mean, maybe you're leading a company and you're thinking strategically day to day. Maybe you're deeply involved in production. Whatever the case, marketing is not something you're thinking about. You don't have time for those kinds of details. You don't have the capacity to worry about social media or building an email list or keeping a website up to date. Those are the kinds of circumstances where you need ROI online. This local group of marketing experts comes alongside your business to help tell your story. You get an entire team of people who are invested in building your brand, but you don't have to manage them. You don't have to babysit them. They do the heavy lifting while you focus on the bigger picture and the results speak for themselves. To learn more about how ROI online can help your business, visit ROIonline.com or follow them on Instagram or Facebook. ROI Online, leading the modern marketing movement. Okay, we're back with Amber Morgan. Uh, Amber is the uh, owner and proprietor of the Manny Camper. And Amber, this is the part of the show I call Eight Straight. It is sort of a lightning round. I'll ask you eight straight questions. Your job is to answer those questions in as much detail or as little detail as you'd like to. First question is, what is your favorite season in Amarillo? Ooh, this is a good question because I like... I honestly like them all if i were to have to choose one it would probably be summer because i love to swim love 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 swimming (laughs) is is there a uh type of weather in new york that you miss 
Uh, spring for sure. Okay. Yes. Coming out of winter, just that harsh, bitter cold. And just that first man drink on one of their patios, you know. It's funny too because people are still in like big coats and you know, but there's it's it's but still the sun's out yeah. And... <laughs> it's still it's still real cold outside, but people are really enjoying that patio already. Uh, you you are someone who is pretty intimately connected to the fashion world, so this is not a question I've asked of any other guest yet. But what is your favorite Amarillo fashion accessory? It's interesting that you say Amarillo fashion accessory. Yes. I feel like I should answer. Like, I, I I would think they're not always the same sorts of accessories as someone might wear in New York City. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm not a typical Amarillo fashion girl. I'm not like, I like things that nobody else has. Like, you're not going to see me in Kendra Scott earrings. You're not going to see me with... Bedazzled flip-flops. No, oh, or... God, God, no. No, 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 no. Don't even say that word to okay. me. Okay. <laughs> I take back. Uh, we'll, we'll edit no. the bedazzled out. Yeah, I mean, I love Amarillo, you know, big hair, big this, big that. I love big earrings, but they're not going to have rhinestones on them. Sorry. Okay. You currently are wearing big earrings. <laughs> I do love my pom-poms. <laughs> okay. Uh, what does this area have too much of? Um, too much fast food. Lord have mercy. Give me a chopped or a Panera bread. I can't stand fast food. <laughs> is there a uh, is there a certain chain, you know that that you've encountered in? I mean, other than like chopped or Panera bread. I mean, is there a chain that you'd like to see come to Amarillo, or would you prefer that we just have Trader Joe's? Okay. I mean, we need a Trader Joe's desperately here. I love United. I do. I love United, but Trader Joe's is the is the bomb. I stand with you on that one. <laughs> what does this area not have enough of? I would say individuality. Just people not being afraid to express opinion, you know, due to, you know, maybe what somebody might think of them. or Because I feel like a lot of people have the same beliefs around here. And I don't know. I just Whether it's political or yeah. religious or fashion, I mean, any uh -huh. of those things. I just want to see people sort of not being scared to kind of state their own opinion and talk about their own beliefs, you know, even if it differs from their friend. That's what I would like to see more of. Okay. Okay. So you go back to New York City every once in a while for Fashion Week or something like that. When, when you're talking to a model and you're doing her nails and she says, where are you from? And you say, I'm from Amarillo, Texas. How do you describe Amarillo to them. You know, it's funny because a lot of people have heard of it. I was in I was in London this summer and I was in a taxi and he asked us where we were from and I said Amarillo. He goes, Oh, I know Amarillo. He's because of the song. Have you heard of the mm -hmm. song? This is the way to Amarillo. And he turned it on, he turned it on for us. It was so funny. He's like, Oh, I've heard of it. But what I would say is, you know, it's in a lot of the songs that you've heard, you know, it's in West Texas, super flat, you know, there's not a lot to do. <laughs> Have you found that they know much about it other than having heard it? Not really. In a song? No. Just, it's just music, which is good. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, if, uh, if anybody outside here has heard of Amarillo, a lot of times they've heard of the Big Texan. Uh, oh, so I right. wanted to ask you, when was the last time you ate at the Big Texan? Dude, it's been, it's been forever. 
Like even in the three in the almost three years that I've been back, I haven't even eaten there. Right, you haven't no, taken somebody I, there. I actually who is visiting no, I or... haven't. Isn't that bad? That's really bad. Apparently, I'm not a good tour guide. All right. <laughs> I think it, I was singing in a contest out there. It was literally when I was in high school. I think I was singing. I won. Okay. By the way. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Thanks. I think I won my dinner or something. Right. <laughs> so, seventy-two ounce steak. It wasn't. I contest. wasn't eating the seventy-two okay. ounce steak. No. All right. So you have a mobile nail salon. The other big mobile thing in Amarillo is is food trucks. Um, yeah. So do you have a favorite local food truck? There is one that comes to mind. Um, Actually, it's all the way down uh, Georgia. Oh, it's right across the street from Midnight Rodeo. That doesn't. Oh, yeah. Do you know which one I'm talking Georgia about? Georgia and it's like the 45th. little like the taco truck. Yeah, it's a little taco truck. It's delicious. I don't remember the name of. the I can't think of the name the of the business, but it's a it's a black truck and it sets up on yes, and they uh, have just this little vacant lot right there. They have amazing street tacos. It's the carne asada is what I get, but it's so cheap too. You get like. Four tacos for five dollars or something crazy like that. Almost every weekday. They do. It's every yeah. yeah, Every weekday. It's delicious. You should try it out. (laughs) Forty fifth in Georgia. Yes, so good. All right. What's the most underrated thing to do in Amarillo? Oh gosh, probably going downtown and on six, just shopping on Sixth Street, just kind of going from store to store and checking out all the antique shops. I don't hear a lot of locals really doing that. People you know? come maybe from out of town sometimes to do that. Like it's it's a I destination. Mean, right, for tourists. For tourists. Or, or exactly. Route 66. Or, so locals, I feel like, need to get out there more, you know? And then. I, mean, I know I need to get out there more. Well, you could find some pom pom <laughs> earrings there, most likely. I make these. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't need to do that. No. There's the individuality. Nobody has anything yeah. like that. Um, okay, so that's the eight straight questions. Amber, I like to to end every show by asking my guests to just endorse something about the city, something you want other people to know about or experience or do or whatever. So what would you endorse? Can I? Okay, I want to endorse a few things, actually, right, if that's okay. As okay, many as so, you like. Okay, uh, so I work at an amazing salon called Ugly Press. I have a booth in there, and um, the owner of the salon is Beto. A lot of people know Beto. He's like a local celebrity as well. <laughs> Um, but he's amazing. And like a lot of the other people who work in there too, they're all really, really amazing hairdressers. So give them a call and go let them do your hair. They're really, really great. Um, it's just a really warm salon too, to be a part of just a really great environment. It's it's a real, more than other salons, one that's pretty dedicated to creativity and Mm -hmm. the arts. Exactly. The entire culture around that. For sure. So yeah, check it out. Um, and then I have an amazing massage therapist who I'm about to go see after this. Um, her name's Candace Hendrick. She's amazing. Let me just tell you, this girl is so great. I did not like massages until I met her Hmm. and now I'm like obsessed. So she works, um, it's called Serene Escape. There's another massage therapist in there with her who's also really great. I hear, but Candace is amazing. So go see her. Okay. You don't have to tell me twice. I'll... <laughs> she gives amazing, like, deep tissue massages. She's really, really great. I'm not a, you know, I like massages that I actually, like, hurt afterwards, you know? I don't like to just be, like, needed. Mm-hmm. You like to be pounded. Like... <laughs> I like to be, like, punched. Yeah. 
All right, Amber Morgan, thank you for being on Hey Amarillo. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Good. (laughs) And that concludes another episode of Hey Amarillo. I want to say thanks to Amber Morgan of The Manny Camper for being on the show. You can find out more uh, at themanny-camper.com, themanny-camper.com, or follow Amber on Instagram at themanny-camper. Uh, On Instagram, you can see some examples of her nail art. I don't do my nails, but she is amazing. Thanks also to our weekly sponsor, ROI Online. And thank you for listening. Uh, Follow us at HeyAmarillo on Twitter, on Facebook, at HeyAmarillo.com, where you can listen to shows. Dig through some of those. Listen to the archives if you're just now discovering the show. And uh, catch up. My name is Jason Boyette. I'll see you next week.